everybody, this is Trevor Lee, and this is episode 52 of Running 44 at 60. <laughs> Nearly as many episodes as years now, catching up fast. Will I get there in time? <laughs> well, talking of time, uh, I'm recording this on Sunday. What's the day on Sunday? The 25th, the 25th of April, that's right. So yesterday uh, was four weeks of the classic quarter. So in four weeks' time, oh my goodness, what am I going to, am I going to be recording a podcast and sounding enthusiastic? <laughs> am I going to be alive? <laughs> Who knows? Now, for this episode, I thought what I'd do is I'd bring together all the top tips from, well, I say all, but most of the top tips from the podcasts that I've recorded over the last 18 months. So I've scoured through the archives and I've brought to you six, uh, six, well, seven contributions, really, from people who've been on the podcast talking about eating and drinking. And, you know, clearly there'll be one or two crossovers. But, um, yeah, so this is what this podcast is all about. And uh, you're going to hear from nutrition coach Daz Stevens and then Andy Goundry and then Edward Chapman then Colin and Nick Bath, Anna Pascoe and finally Rob Standing. And all of them are very experienced uh, runners or nutrition coaches. And they, you know, if you're thinking about doing a big run, whether it's the Classic Quarter or anything else, then this is going to be a really useful episode because you're going to get, you're going to get some really top tips. And, and a lot of that, you know, I think it's Andy Goundry who says, uh, might not say it in the clip, but he says in the podcast, you know, this is an eating competition, not a running competition. So... <laughs> So there we are. So let's get into this. Uh, I hope you find it useful. And first up, we've got nutrition coach Daz Stevens, followed by Andy Goundry and then Edward Chapman. I think sometimes it's lost that a good, wholesome diet uh, is going to play a huge part in, in just keeping yourself healthy. I mean, I get asked quite often, you know, Daz, what supplements should I be taking? And, and I'm thinking, well, you know, we need to stop sometimes and just say, is my diet the best it can be. Am I eating plenty of fruit and veg? You know, is there lots of fiber in my diet? Is my plate healthy? Is there a balance of proteins and carbs and fats? And it's just about, you know, that wholesome diet can make your your, your training so much easier. And, you know, it's about um, understanding that actually the diet can complement your training but we shouldn't use exercise to say to ourselves, right, we can eat poorly because that's not really the answer. You know, you, you can, there's a saying that you can't exercise a bad diet. And it's very, very true. <laughs> you know, we shouldn't take on exercise to allow us to eat, you know, the junky foods that we so like. The two easy bits are eat before you're hungry and drink before you're thirsty. Right. Because okay. it's very easy to not drink enough. And when you're thirsty it's too late. You should have been drinking okay. to avoid dehydration. So okay. what I tend to do is get into a situation of literally taking a few sips of the whatever liquid and I'll tend to take one, which is water and another one, which will have an electrolyte supplement in it to replenish yeah. the salts in, in yeah. your system, which you'll lose yeah. through sweating. So, um, but to sip regularly as you're going along, um, just to keep, keep, keep it up. And when you get into the checkpoints, completely refill if you've got a bladder that pack that you use or yeah. soft flasks whichever you use fill those up okay and make sure that you're always carrying a good supply of water because the checkpoints are a good 
10 or 11 miles apart so you're yeah. not going to get lots of opportunity to, to refill them so okay and what about what and, about and solid type of food then or gels well, or whatever eat, I mean. eat, what, eat what you like I, gels and then the sort of soft sweet sticky stuff tends to not do my stomach a great deal of good. Right, okay. i don't particularly like okay. that so so i will eat crisps i will eat salted peanuts i will eat uh peanut butter and chocolate spread sandwiches um <laughs> and are you I taking these pizza? with you yeah you? yeah, I'll, yeah. T- I'll take these yeah. with me that, yeah. not not large amounts i think there's a there's a couple of things to bear in mind one it's long as you know it's 44 miles mm. so you are going to have to eat um so it's finding something that you can keep down i would avoid commercial gels and stuff because they tend to give you stomach upsets I would go for real food, maybe a little bit of flapjack, jelly babies. So there we go. There's there's the first three of the tips. And I, and I, I need to give a shout out to Edward Chapman because Edward uh, was one of the first guests on the podcast. And in if you listen to his episode, I think it's episode number nine, he talks about the, the Kalahari Desert six-day event, and he holds the record for the most completions of that event. So he doesn't tell, he doesn't shout about that too much, but it's a, it's a fantastic thing. And also, Edward has been a great supporter of 44 at 60. He shared all my, all my uh, many LinkedIn posts. He got me a speaking gig at a South African event recently where I could talk about it as well, which again produced a bit more sponsorship. So a big shout out to Edward, you know, uh, for for all of that. Um, Now, let's move on to the second half of this. And first up, you're going to hear from Colin and Nick Bathe. Colin is the current chairman of Truro Running Club. And uh, uh, Colin uh, won the 24-hour race at the Roseland Rat event when it was last held in 2019. After Colin, we've got Anna Pascoe. Anna is a 24-hour runner as well. In fact, she's unbeaten. She's As far as I know, she's taken part in two 24-hour races, at least she had done at the time of our recording, which is probably a year ago now. And uh, she'd never lost in any of those. Uh, well, more than a year ago. It must be, yeah, 15, 16 months ago. Um, Anna runs a company called Make Me A Plan. I need to give a shout out to Anna because she's been really helpful. She's sent me a plan and and she's organised for me to deliver one of the business workshops for her team as well. And then finally, Rob Standin, who, who will be enormously surprised he's on this podcast in the first place, I think. Um, but I caught Rob uh, during a, uh, a sort of round the table conversation with several members of the running club. So I thought I'd sneak him into this podcast, uh, which he'll be very surprised by, I'm sure. So, Colin and Nick, Anna, and then Rob. The other major top tip is learn how to eat. Right. <laughs> Which okay. uh, uh, might sound a bit strange. Everybody knows how to eat. But eat, you when you get beyond uh, a couple of hours, something an hour and a half, two hours worth of running... You can't carry on without uh, uh, fuel, and so that means that you've got to eat whilst you're whilst you're running, and that is something that you need to learn how to do. So whenever I, you know, when I've been practicing for my long runs, I might do say ten miles. Now ten miles, you you can get away without eating, especially if it's a training run. You, you, you're not going at maximum speed. You can just uh, bimble along, do ten miles, and then you're done. But for training purposes, I would deliberately uh, take a chocolate bar or whatever you, you 
choose as your as your food and start eating that in about five miles just so I could practice getting food inside me and your stomach being able to process that whilst on the run. Personally, chocolate bars seems to be the one thing that I'm really good at uh, um, and mini cheddars and uh, mini cheddars. Mini, mini cheddars. <laughs> you want something with a bit of salt in it and, okay. and stuff like that. I, I craving for um, cocktail sausages. Yeah, it's a real, uh, real food. Real definitely. food. Tomatoes. Right. Uh, grapes. The wonders of watermelon. Flat Coke. I it's like. it's all high calorie, high sugar content yeah. food, but uh, it, it is normal food. food. It's I like food. Um, Naked Bars. Um, I have a real thing for the mini malt loaves at the moment. I think I had about five of those on the Black Rat. Right. Um, I also make a high calorie flapjack, which is quite good. So as Colin says, real food, but sugary stuff. I can yeah. give you the recipe if you want that. I talked about, yeah, it being a series of walks, runs and, and picnics. So the more you can eat and drink, there's a direct correlation with, you know, sustaining your levels of energy and fortitude. A, two, a couple of my favourite um, kind of high calorie, healthy um, snacks for running are um, corned beef and cheese because you don't have to use up any energy chewing it. And there's loads of kind of, yeah, lots Goodness, of natural right. fat and protein in there. Um, you know, within sort of um, a couple of um, chews, you've got, you know, 250, 300 calories packed away. But I also do for the super long events or, or where you might be starting to get fatigued. I use hazelnut milk because that's another way of getting some calories on board. It's very kind of gentle on your tummy. Uh, and it's also something that's kind of not fizzy and not too cold. So if the weather is adverse or you've had quite a lot of coke or red bull in a bid to kind of get caffeine in you might be a bit fed up of that and actually want something that tastes quite plain but you're still getting some calories and hydration on board try to eat and drink every hour um so if you get hungry then you've left it too long basically you shouldn't be getting hungry on something like this so i'd say normally going along you'd probably use up about 500 calories an hour running but you'll be using more calories than that because you use calories by being awake anyway. And as you progress, your body will be going into an advanced state of duress. So you need to be, as a minimum, trying to put in four or five hundred calories to deal with the fact that you're expending maybe seven, eight hundred calories an hour. So that sounds great, doesn't it? But it's, you know, you obviously can't kind of, you know, trough down a cheesecake whilst running on the coast path so i i try and drink about sort of 500 mils of liquid maybe something like a fruit juice or a coke that's going to have quite a few calories in it and then eat sort of about 300 of the calories whether that's corned beef and cheese or sweets or kind of rice crispy squares or um gingerbread flapjack or or something that's going that I've tried and tested and is going to be quite um, easy on the insides, but kind of crucially get quite a lot of calories down in one go. Practicing eating is something that's ironically sounds a bit weird, but is more of a key to finishing than, than not. And to be honest with you, I'm preferring gels more now. I used to have um, tomatoes, blueberries, that sort of thing. Tomatoes? Yeah, I mean loads of tomatoes in, a, in an ultra. Yeah. Or in a tin or ba um, No, bags of little cherry tomatoes. Oh, really? Cherry <laughs> tomatoes? Every time, yeah. Really? Easy to digest? Um, yeah, they are. Yeah. They've helped me through. I, I, I'm the same. I eat tomatoes on, uh, on ultra distances. So what do tomatoes bring to the table then? Taste, oh. bit yeah. of fluid, bit of sugar. 
You just fancy them. They're, 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 okay. They work. Great well. grapes. Satsumas. Yeah, I love satsumas. I normally take about five in it with me. Just practice peeing them on the rubber. Yeah, when I'm going uphill, I peel them. Yeah. Start eating them. Yeah. You dumped all that for gels But yeah, in the plague, I had more gels than I've ever had, and I've and I've done um, nearly two and a half hour PB because wow. I had wow. a rake yeah. of gels. Just on gels. Mainly gels, yeah, and just bits of orange. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that that is going to be useful for you. If you've got a long run coming up, whether it's the Classic Quarter or the Southwest Traverse or any, indeed any other long run that you're planning, I hope you've grasped from the guests on today's show the importance of eating and drinking and practising eating and drinking as well. That's really, really important that you do that. So as, as most of them said or alluded to, you've got to find stuff that works for you. And don't try it on the day. <laughs> it's the similar thing to, you know, you wouldn't wear a new pair of shoes on the day, so why eat something or drink something on the day that you've not done before? So there we go. So I hope that keeps going. Now, just to remind you that if you want to get involved uh, with 44 at 60, I am still raising money for the music therapy program at the Children's Hospice Southwest. Thanks to the generosity of many of you and loads of other people and businesses, I've already achieved the £100 a mile target. But I do understand it might be a little bit longer this year because of various changes. Uh, it might be another mile or so. So I want to keep pressing on and, uh, and, and get that extra little bit just in case, of course, it turns out to be a little bit longer than anticipated. So you can, uh, if you go on to Just Giving and you search for Trevor Lee 44 at 60, you will find me. And every tenor will be much appreciated. Do leave me a motivational message when you do that. And if you're listening to this podcast before April the 29th, then that is the day when I'm running the final of my business masterclasses, of which all the fund, uh, fees for that, which is £44, by the way, is going to the fund. And it's, they've been really well supported. Lots of businesses have asked me to deliver them for them, which has really boosted the fundraising quite considerably. So, if you want to, if you're in business and you're listening to that, and you're in the, you want to create more sales. Basically, you want to win more sales pitches, particularly virtual ones, or you want to convert more of those sales proposals that you send out that no one ever replies to. Then this is the one for you. Okay, so sixty action packed minutes. It's going to be great fun, and you'll get a mini ebook summarising all the best bits. You'll get the slides. You'll get a copy, an access to the recording of the event as well. So. Do come along. It's £44 and all of that. You can pay for that through PayPal. And all of that is going to the uh, fundraising activity. So hope to see you then. And in the meantime, I hope, you know, if you do like this podcast and it is inspiring you, then please do leave a review. It's very easy to do in your podcast app. And that would be great because that's, that's one of the ways of telling me it's worth continuing to do this. Thanks for listening.